Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. You're joining us here on The Whole Home Show, and I'm your host, Tony Joe. Today, I'm pleased to present again our two annual partners for our weekly show. Denise Webster is a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group and Lori Zorin, Insurance Manager for Island Savings. And I happen to have Lori here with us today. Thanks for coming, Lori. Oh, thanks, Tony. Happy to be here. Yeah. Of course, for the next 12 months, you'll be hearing much more from Lori and Denise. They're going to be our exclusive experts in the area of home insurance and mortgage financing. And it goes without saying, if you need any help from experts in insurance and mortgages, they are definitely the people to talk, the people to talk with. Thank you. Yeah, so Lori's here today because we're going to be talking all about one of the most crucial aspects of home ownership, and that is home insurance. Absolutely. It's it's an area I think that people often take for granted or they forget about. We've got so much material to yeah. cover uh, that we're going to have you here for our entire show. Yay, that sounds good. <laughs> Great. Lots to talk about, that's for o sure. Always, always. Now, I always like to start our show off, of course, by responding to uh, communications. We had a phone call this week from an iris uh iris basically asked the question uh, if it was worthwhile getting a building inspection before getting her offer accepted uh in today's hot market so presumably what iris is wondering is uh because we have low inventory levels right now there's very little to see there's multiple offers all over the place i was just telling you Lori, mm -hmm. that uh, i'm off this afternoon mm -hmm. to deal with eight offers on a property that we have uh, listed for sale there is so much activity and people have to write offers that are not conditional to financing. They're not conditional to uh, anything, you know, mm -hmm, not conditional mm -hmm. to uh, lawyers approval or family approval and oftentimes not subject to billing inspection. So the big question That's is, tough. yeah, it is tough because it, it puts people in a position of going in blind and not knowing what they're going to expect when they buy a six or seven or eight hundred thousand dollar purchase right yeah and that's exactly right and then what happens is you know things turn up on that building inspection and then insurance can go sideways oh which is another aspect that's a good right. thing you're here today so yeah so uh getting back to iris's question is it a good idea well the answer always is Yes. Now, here's the biggest drawback. The biggest drawback is you're going to spend four or $500 to get a building inspection done on a house that you don't know you're going to get at all. Uh, of course, you know, you have to, if you really want the house and you're fighting for it, you're going to have to pay top dollar for it as well. But I would say that it's probably a good measure of security for you just to know that that you've done your due diligence, that you know what to expect. Because as you just said, Lori, what happens if you buy this $800,000 mm -hmm. house, you take possession and you find out there's something major like a foundation issue. That's everyone's nightmare. That's right. Uh, other things like uh, vermiculite insulation, uh, asbestos, uh, underground oil storage tanks. We've had guests on our show mm -hmm. talk about these issues and these are things that scare people the most. So one of the other nice things about or actually, it's not really nice for a buyer, but talking about delayed offers where everyone is saying uh, they don't want to look at offers for another week. They, the sellers, of course, are prompting multiple offers or bidding wars. There is a nice side to that, Iris, and that is you have the time because if someone's not going to be looking at offers until, say, uh, a seven days from now, 
you as the buyer at least have that seven days to go about and do your due diligence just to make sure that you do want to proceed. Because let's face it, if you do your billing inspection and it turns out not being what you expect, then just don't make the offer. And it's probably going to be the best four or 500 bucks you've ever spent. So Iris, the answer is yes. Get yourself a building inspection uh, and, and take advantage of that time that you have because, like I said, it's your biggest investment you'll ever make. Uh, $800,000 or whatever you're spending is a large check to write. Uh, and, I mean, we got Lori here talking mm-hmm. about insurance. So the four or $500 you're spending is the best insurance you're ever going to spend. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for calling in, Iris. But I want to remind everyone, if you have a real estate question that you like answered on our show, uh, you can visit us on cfax1070.com. That's the website here. Or you can ha- call our hotline, which is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. So again, we're here today with Lori Zorn. Lori is the insurance manager for Island Savings. Lori, we were chatting a little mm-hmm. bit earlier here. You were talking about construction. Yes, renovations. It's sort of the time of year where people are looking to do renovations. Whether you're the seller, they might be looking to do renovations ahead of time before putting the house on the market, or the buyer might be looking to do renovations after they buy. And how important it is that you're letting your insurance broker know exactly what you are doing. All right. See, because I hadn't thought about that. Because the thing that I wasn't going to mention to you, or I hadn't mentioned, not I wasn't, but I hadn't mentioned (laughs) to you yet, was that I'm, the reason why I look kind of dumbfounded when you were Mm -hmm. saying that to me is that I'm just about to embark upon a large renovation of my house. Ah. And it didn't occur to me until you said that, that it would be a good idea to get in touch with you and say, Lori, what, what what's you're doing. covered? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's looking at the value of your home. If you're, you know, completing a basement, that's adding value to your house. So, and also you've got workmen coming in and out, liability issues. It's a higher risk to the insurance company. So you're under a moral obligation to let your insurance company know when you go ahead to make any changes. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're, you're, you're finishing off some unfinished square footage in your Mm -hmm. basement. The appraisal companies and us as realtors, we would uh, evaluate that added That's square right. footage. It's as adding. finished. It's finished. Mm-hmm. So it's adding, what, $50,000, $80,000, dollars to the value of your house. And what you're saying is the, your insurance policy is going to match. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. what if there's a fire and that burns down and you haven't told the insurance company that you increase the value of this home? Then you can't expect to get that amount back. You got it. Okay. We're yeah. going to touch on that a little later on today, but the other thing that I wanted to follow up on was you had talked about uh, trades and mm-hmm. uh, contractors and people going through your house. What's what's the concern from the eyes of the insurance companies with that? You want to make sure that these people are qualified tradesmen and they're covered under you know, WCB, uh, that the general contractor has liability insurance um, because it's easier for somebody to, you know, trip, fall, get hurt, uh, all that type thing, right? So they should have their own insurance. But if they don't have anything, then they could come after the home insurance policy. So then it can get kind of mucky. So have you, so have you seen things like that? I have seen things like that. Okay. So it's always, always important that you get in touch with your insurance broker and tell them exactly what you are doing so that they, there's coverages that they can put in place to cover that. Yeah. So you know? so, so basically what you're saying is a tradesperson could injure your, themselves mm-hmm. at your residence and mm-hmm. you, are, you potentially you, are liable for you, getting sued. You could be if they don't have the proper insurance in place. 
right? So insurance companies have what they call course of construction insurance and liability that goes along with that. All right. So always important to make sure that you you double check. Well, this is one of the reasons why we like having experts like you on the show Thank here. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, again, that's something that, that I, I hadn't even considered. You just yeah. assume. And and what trades, I think that's actually just a really good point at all times is mm-hmm. whenever you have tradespeople in and around your property, you got to make sure that they that's have coverage, right? right? Yeah, it even comes down to your house cleaner and, you know, people that are employed by you that are regularly coming on your premises, right? Yeah, get injured on the job or something happens. and Tree fallers, you know, sometimes you have a tree faller come out to your property and, you know, accidents happen, right? That's why they're called accidents. Yeah, and that's why people pay for insurance. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) We're here with the Lori Zorn Insurance Manager at Island Savings. We've got so much to talk about here uh, because... Like we keep on saying, mm-hmm. it's almost like a regular theme of the show. Your house is That's your right. most valuable asset. Protect it. You got to protect it. Mm-hmm. You protect your jewelry. You protect all of your yep. your your worldly belongings. And you got to make sure you protect your house as well. You got it. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with Lori Zorn from Island Savings. Thanks for joining the Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe, here on CFAX 1070. We're talking about real estate, and today specifically, we're talking about probably one of the Mm -hmm. most forgotten about items that uh, has to do with the real estate, and that is Mm -hmm. your house insurance. Because, of course, you know, with your house, with the structure of your home, the windows, the doors, the roof, the, you know, even things like drainage, these are visible items that you can see when you're walking around your home. Now, are you protecting your home adequately? And, of course, that's the reason why we have with us here Lori Zorn. Lori, incidentally, is one mm-hmm. of the partners of our show here, and she is our exclusive insurance agent. Thanks for coming again. Lori. Thanks, Tony. Actually, Lori, tell us about your background. Like, what what brought you to the world of insurance? Oh, my goodness. You know, I started out years ago, um, actually, at BCA. Okay. Yep. In the insurance business? No. Oh. In the membership side. Okay. And then slowly got into the insurance, the insurance side of it. Yeah. And really found that I loved it because most people think insurance is, you know, very cut, dry, black, white. And it's not like you've really got to think outside that box on how to you try your best to make sure that people are insured properly. Yeah. So it is not just a cut and dry situation because everybody's situation is so different. Yeah. Right. You know, people now have. Borders. They might have um, a rooming house. Uh, they might and have then a suite Air, downstairs. There's transient. There's Airbnb, Airbnb uses. And oh my goodness, or, or commercial exposures. Like a lot of people now work from their homes. Of course. Know? And yeah, so it's, and the question is, what happens if somebody comes in and steals their computer, which is their work tool, Their work right? tool. So you've got to make sure that you disclose this to your insurance company to make sure that those tools are covered, you know? Yeah. So th- there's special limits with every insurance company. So there's a small little amount for uh, covering work tools while on-premises. But, you know, could be somebody like you, yourself, and, you know, you work from home, and but you take your laptop out all the time. Yeah. Is that covered? Good question. Right? Yeah. Uh, Don't assume. So so let's let's talk about small print or fine print. Mm-hmm. Because with any insurance uh, any insurance policy, there's mm-hmm. a lot of small print, right? Absolutely. And I'm I'm guessing that the majority of people probably don't go through the effort of reading every single word that's on the document. So, yeah. So, you know, with our group, um, 
Tony and I belong to a, a business group here in town. Yep. Um, one of the first things I always said to the group, how many of you just automatically you get your bill in the mail from the insurance company or your broker? You just send a check in or give them your credit card and you don't go over the policy. Yeah. At Island Savings, we try to be expert advisors. So what we want to do is to take that time and sit down and review the policy with you. Uh, I worked on Saturday. Um, gave someone, Easter Saturday? Easter Saturday. Okay. Yeah, give my agents the time off, Last right? week, yeah. So I was working, and I must have done five home insurance reviews that day. Yeah. For people just coming in, I just a lot of the time that we went over the policy step by step by step by step. Because... I mean, we can't cover everything in a wording booklet. It's just about virtually impossible or every scenario that's going to come up. But they've got to know about the main ones, yeah. you know, and or your special limits. How much jewelry coverage do you have? Some people might think, oh, you know, I've got 300,000 content, so that's going to cover all my jewelry. I've got 50,000. Well, not necessarily. You know, most policies only cover six to $7,000 worth. Yeah, and, and of course, people's lives change, mm-hmm. so they maybe they... They receive new jewelry or whatever over the year. Yeah. So the question is if it's covered, right? That's right. But, but actually, oftentimes, too, insurance companies will ask for a reappraisal of, of certain items, right? About every three years if they're over a certain amount. Yeah. 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 Uh, is, there, is there a drawback to over-insuring? Well, like, you're, o- you're only going to get paid out what you had a financial interest in, right? Okay. So you're not going to get more. Okay. So, you know, even if you have an RV, say, worth $30,000 and you think, oh, well, I'll just insure it for 40 and something happens to it and you think you're going to get 40, you're only going to get what the value is to get that replaced. So, so but that brings a question, though, that, that must be kind of difficult for insurance, um, for assessors to figure out. Like in the case of a, of a fire, for instance, where everything is mm-hmm. lost, how does someone prove that they that they've had all the things that they that they've put on the insurance schedule? Right. So there's there's different types of policies. So there's a comprehensive policy. You always want to make sure that you've got a comprehensive policy, and what that does is it uh, the onus then is on the insurance company to prove the loss, not not the owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's a named perils policy, the onus then is on the person to prove the loss. So you've got to make sure that you have receipts and and document things. That being said, you've got to be really careful. Like I keep my receipts, you know, if I've got a bicycle or jewelry, whatever, I keep those locked away in a safe place. Um and I also or, take or, pictures of things. Yeah, and of course today people are storing or keeping everything on the cloud, right? That's so, right. So scanning receipts, documents, pictures, PDFs, photos, yeah. keeping them uh, in yeah. the cloud out there in, in cyberspace. Someplace different than in your location, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, because it just makes your claim a lot easier and, well, and go ahead and replace it. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because people quite often, they, they'll say things like, well, you know, insurance companies aren't just there to write checks. And mm. uh, I, 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 I thank goodness I have not had a claim. Yep. Uh, I've, I've heard of people having, I, it's a process. It's an onerous process, right? It's a total process. Like you have to report the claim within so many days and depending on if it was a theft claim, you've got to get a police re- um, case number. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, in all my years, it's been over 30 years in insurance. I see adjusters as trying to their hardest to figure out a way to pay a claim. 
Uh-huh. They're, they're not well, see, sitting a, there, they're putting a hand up that's going, the we perception. don't want to pay. The perception is trying yeah. to, you know, uh, protect the company's interest and, yep. and not pay. But you, you feel otherwise. I feel otherwise because, I mean, I deal daily with, with adjusters. And uh, we use Canadian Northern Shield and we've got an adjuster on staff. I'll say, Ted Fitch, excellent. Uh, that fellow goes so far out of his way yeah. to try and figure a way to help people. And, you know, a fire situation, sometimes people are walking out with the clothes on their back. That's all they have. Yeah. And they'll put you into accommodation and, and really try and help you, you yeah. know. And that's the good part of what I see. And even at Island Savings, we've attended fires and we've got kits, you know, and we'll take this kit out to to a, a client. And, you know, it's got some cash in there. It's got slippers. It's got toothbrushes, toothpaste, things, kids' toys, things to just get them through that they might not have. Yeah. And, so. and of course, the key is these are people that had insurance coverage. Absolutely. Because, you know, you hear all these stories, these the horror nightmares. stories. Yeah. And, you know, families who lose everything around Christmas time yeah. and they're not insured. Yeah. And, and it, do you find it's more the tenants, tenants package? It's usually people renting yeah. that you find that they're not spending the extra, you know, it's, it's like one less pizza a month or, you know, three Starbucks coffees. Okay. So that, that's really important. I mean, this is a, this is a, this is the whole home show. So mm-hmm. we talk about real estate and we haven't talked a lot about tenants and, mm-hmm. and people renting. I, I think that is a really important point that you just brought up is when people right. are renting, they're not owners. They don't own nope. the property. They still need to have insurance. They need to have insurance. They might be able to lose their contents, but also with the package for renters is also liability insurance. So if they actually help cause a flood or start a fire, the owners can actually come after them for the damage. So that liability insurance is really important to have. Yeah. I, I, this you is know? a tough, probably a tough question for you to answer, but uh, I mean, what do tenants pay for tenant insurance? Uh, you know, know, I want to say 20 to $25 a month. Okay. You know, basic, you know, if, if you've got some discounts coming off, yeah. maybe if you haven't had insurance before, $30, $35 a month. Oh, okay, so the, now I, I was surprised for a second there because I, I know what the cost of insurance is yeah. for ownership, but I, I, I guess the reason why it's 25 bucks a month yeah. is because it's not covering all the things that the landlord, the, the property owner would have to cover, right? Yeah. Or have covered. Yeah, exactly right. Wow. All right, yep. so that you know, I think that was a really important point for for so far. I know there's yeah. going to be more, but tenants, if you're listening to our show here, get yourself insurance. insurance. Oh my goodness, because you know what? All those stories of, like I said, uh, well, uh, it'll cover you if if you're in a fire. They'll put you into another location while you you can find another place or their place is fixed or repaired, right? Yeah. So it's always sad to to read in the news or or, or to see that yeah. uh, there wasn't any coverage because yeah. somebody lost insurance. their home. Yeah. Yeah, Lori Zorn, insurance manager from Island Savings. Lori, um, how can people reach you if they need to get in touch with you? Very easy. Uh, you can contact Island Savings and uh, any of the branches and ask for Lori Zorn, or you can email me at lzorn, Z O R N, at islandsavings with an S dot C A. And I want to remind everyone that if you have any questions or if you didn't have a chance to write no. down Lori's number, you can always find us on cfax1070.com. Just look for the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe website. Contact information is there and happy to answer any questions that you have about real estate moving forward. We're here with Lori Zorn talking about insurance. Not one of the sexiest topics, I'll no, be honest it's with not. you. I like it though. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's important. <laughs> it is totally important. Yeah, it is something that, that we cannot do without. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick little break. We'll be back in just a moment. 
You're listening to The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe, talking about real estate here in Greater Victoria. It's been a really crazy real estate market. In fact, uh, us here in the real estate business in Victoria, I think we're sort of starting to take this for granted a little bit. The reason why I know this is because I've been reading all of the activity that's happening in Toronto, for instance, right now. Vancouver, of course, has been busy, busy for a very long time. We're seeing areas like uh, Calgary and Edmonton uh, starting to pick up again. Of course, they softened for a while when the economy went for a little change uh, in their province. Uh, in Toronto right now, there's there people are lining up to buy new condos. There's all these stories. It's like the Apple store, you know, when a new mm -hmm. product comes out, they have they sell 400 unit condos over over the weekend. And that's what the demand is like for real estate here in Canada. If you're wondering why that is, let's not forget where we live right now. Sometimes we're the victims of our own success. Uh, the world knows about Canada. They know about the beauty this comfort this country has to to offer. Uh, so many things. And uh, we look at the uh, the Pacific Northwest here, or actually that's what the Americans call it, mm -hmm. but uh, the, the Lower Mainland and Vancouver Island, the, the beauty of this area here, everyone wants to come to Victoria. Well, one of the things that I love is when I go traveling, because I do a fair amount for this job, I, I'll go to uh, places in Canada and also in the States as well. Whenever I bring up the fact that I'm from Victoria, British Columbia, I don't need to explain too much more. Everyone's like, Mike, I love Victoria. I've been there, been mm -hmm. to Bouchard Gardens mm -hmm. or, or whatever. Uh, and I, I cannot tell you how many times I've had people say, when I retire, I want to end up in Victoria. Now, of course, there are consequences because we are also very expensive as well, too. And this has been something that's been in the news is housing affordability. But I have to remind people on a regular basis, we haven't all of a sudden become expensive. Victoria has always been expensive. I've been doing this for 26 years now. Even when I started, Victoria was the third most expensive real estate in the country after uh, Toronto and Vancouver. And then there's tiny little Victoria. I mean, the reason is because people want to be here, right? It's supply and demand. Unfortunately, we have very little supply. But uh, always very interesting talking about real estate here. If you, the listeners, have any uh, questions or want to bring up something for our show, please visit the website, which is cfax1070.com, or you can dial in 250-414-6540. Uh, and leave a message. We'll be happy to answer it. Uh, I'm here with Lori Zorin, Insurance Manager at Island Savings. Uh, how many branches do you have in town here, Lori? Oh, my goodness. I want to say seven. Okay. I should have prepared you for that. You you would. I'm, I, I have a roadmap in, in my mind. Okay. Um, we've got four of them with insurance. So yeah. Great. Yeah. And you oversee, actually, all I, of the branches. We do. And oh. you know what? Any of the branches, you can get insurance from us. Uh, we've got great technology these days, and uh, they can link with us. We can video share. It's state-of-the-art. Great, great. Now, something that uh, that is quite common today, because we're in a hot real estate market. I, I was just talking about how hot it is. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are finding themselves buying properties now. They are having to compete, so multiple offers, bidding wars. Mm -hmm. And buyers typically have to give the seller a date range that they want. That's right? right. So it's not just price that people are competing on nowadays. They're also asking about, okay, when do you, when do you want to move? Do you want to move in six months or do you want to move in 30 days? And I'm guessing, and I know you're going you're gonna to mm -hmm. explain it here in a moment, I'm guessing that we're seeing a lot of people who are having to take possession of houses here in Victoria before they had actually planned to. 
just to get the property. That's right. Now, the problem there, relative to insurance, what we're talking about today, the topic of the day, is what is required of these people if they're not ha- if they're not taking possession of the ho- if they're not moving in mm-hmm. but they own the house so they have an empty house for a so while the home is vacant yeah so tell us about that yeah that's actually happening more and more um, again beautiful place to live in is Victoria I totally agree with you and what happens is you know people from back east think oh I'm retiring next year yeah right so they start looking they find the home of their dream or the condominium of their dream and they purchase it, mm-hmm. but they're still working back East. Yes. You know, so they might not be moving out here for a year. And they might not want to rent it. For instance, they might want to hold it for a yep. while. Yeah. Okay. Or they might want to be doing some renovations, which we talked about the last time. Okay. But there's different regulations with insurance companies on vacant homes. So again, um, you are to let your, insurance company know if your home is going to be vacant. And usually the rule of thumb is 30 days. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, there are often provisions in insurance that say that the house needs to be checked on every once Mm -hmm. in a while, right? That's right. And that's usually due to uh, theft and vandalism. Okay. Uh, Again, number one claim in Canada is water. All right. And people not, you know, turning off the hot water tank, um, not having the home checked. So meanwhile, you know, I've had clients over the years, they went down south for six months, didn't tell the insurance company, and didn't have anybody checking their home. They came home and they had waterfalls coming down the stairs and mold and absolute mess. That's really what it is, right? It's just the insurance company is concerned that Mm -hmm. if there's nobody there... Higher risk. Higher risk because it's one thing if you're home and the hot water tank floods... Mm-hmm. You know, within a, whatever minutes or an hour. That's right. But what if it runs for for days? Days or weeks. Yeah, we've heard stories about that. We've heard stories about crawl spaces full of, of water. water, like a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody was looking, and the repair costs must be just astronomical. Really, really high. Yeah. Uh, so you'll notice, you know, right now one of the main increases for insurance is water water damage, and so. They've put more restrictions on on water. Mm -hmm. But one of the things with Island Savings now through uh, Canadian Northern Shield, one of the first companies to cover flood insurance, where before you couldn't get flood insurance unless you built on a floodplain and it was government insurance. So now if you've got a perimeter drain fail, as long as it's fresh water, we can cover you. Which is such a relief. So so this is, are you saying this is new? It's fairly new within the last year. Okay. And you're seeing more insurance companies picking up on it now. Because I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing the presumption was that insurance would have covered that before. You would have thought, but no. Again, that's one of the regulations. Like if you looked at the exclusions, yeah. flood was not covered. Okay. So it still ca- will not cover salt water, yeah. but it will cover fresh water. Well, that's okay. So if a I, creek I, rises oh, or, right? So those people before really didn't have, have coverage. So water coming from the outside in wasn't covered. Wow. Yeah, unless uh, it was a storm drain or... Okay, so yeah. since we're talking about that, yeah. things like uh, sewer backups. Yep. Uh, now, a lot of times, the, if it's an issue from the municipality side, yeah, I, I guess the municipality takes care of the repair or whatever. Well, but you But you try. still need to have your insurance in place, right? You need to have your insurance in place. And sewer backup is part of... We'll see of every policy that I've ever seen. Yeah, so. well, that's because that's like a mechanical that's um, right. failure or something, right? But what again? What if you were away? What if that home's vacant? Who's checking that home? 
Yeah. And there's there's regulations and rules on the insurance um, that you have to have somebody coming in. Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it's every three days. You have to really make sure that you know your policy. Yeah. Right. Well, so actually there there are companies in town as well that mm-hmm. do things like check on uh, vacant properties. Yeah. Uh, there there are people that you can hire to go in and and, uh, yeah. and, and check and they go through the... Everything. Yeah. Um, Under kitchen sinks and they'll sign off on it so the insurance company knows that they've literally gone in there. They're bonded, yeah. you know, and as They know what as, time and how yeah. often they went and... I've heard cases of companies that actually have GPS coverage so that there's a record yeah. of the people actually going through the house, right? Yeah, for as little as 25, you know, 25, $29 a visit. Yeah. So 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 if somebody does have that vacant house or or mm-hmm. you know, say a vacant house mm-hmm. and they don't want uh, to rent it or have occupants there or anything and they're aware of the risks, there is a, they can have vacant property coverage, right? But I'm Ab- guessing it's expensive. It's it actually, you know what? Sometimes they'll just uh, remove uh, theft and put burglary and robbery on there. So there has to be some sort of proof of entry. Yeah. Because um, theft, you could just leave a door open and somebody can walk in and take your stuff. But on on usually on a vacant home, you have to have some sort of proof. Um, and then again, if you have a company coming in and checking, yeah. they've got the proof that they've come in and checked and making sure that everything's okay. The doors and windows are locked. It's I don't know. I, I just thought for, you know, 25 to $30 a visit yeah. and you have them come it's in, well I thought, it. what a relief. Exactly. Right? And then no problems with the insurance company. You know that the coverage is in place. You've talked to, to your broker. You've told them you're going away and that you've got this company coming in. Perfect situation. I think it's great. Right. Well, we're here with uh, Lori Zorn, insurance manager with Island Savings, uh, talking about insurance. And all the fun stuff that uh, that you need to yeah. consider when getting insurance. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. We're talking about house insurance today. We have with us Lori Zorn, who's the insurance manager of Island Savings. We're talking about all this neat stuff having to mm-hmm. do with insurance. I have learned a couple things already today. It's one of the th- reasons why I Good. love doing this show is yeah. the things that I get to learn as well, too. I want to remind everyone that you, if you have a question or are, uh, are curious about uh, real estate or any of the guests that we have on our show here, please visit our website, which is cfax1070.com. By the way, you will be able to listen to prior shows that we've had on the air at the CFAX website. You can also call us at 250-414-6540. Or if you're a podcast listener, you can find The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on either iTunes or Google Play. So you can always listen to some of your favorites, maybe like mm-hmm. Lori, who we also have had on the show before. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, we're talking about insurance, and one of the things I want to cover right now is the process of having an insurance broker involved in a real estate transaction. So what we do when we're mm-hmm. in, you know this really well, Lori, because we yeah. do it with you all the time. When we have somebody who is wanting to purchase a property, mm-hmm. one of the standard conditions on a contract, you know, other than subject to building inspection, subject to um, uh, title search, and I'm talking mm-hmm. regular marketplace, by the way. Earlier on, we were talking about uh, uh, Iris, who was wondering yeah. about a uh, building inspection. Uh, in a crazy market like today, we often don't see conditions. But in a normal market, mm-hmm. which is 90% of the time, one of the things is subject to the buyer confirming that they can get insurance on a property. Yep. 
And uh, what we love is we have it set up with you in your office so that yeah. when one of our clients wants to buy a home, one of the first things we do at my office, mm-hmm. at Tony Joe and Associates, is we send you the MLS printout with information on the property. That's right. And then what do you guys do well, with we that? Get, well, we get a lovely notification from Sonia. Okay. And yes. <laughs> the lovely Sonia. At Tony Joe's. I've never actually introduced Sonia yet. Sonia oh, is in my office. she's wonderful. You yeah. should have her on your show. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Put Sonia on. She'll take over. That, yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, so we get the notification and we contact your client. Okay. And we send them basically, you know, just a list of different questions because uh, we've got we've got the MLS listings. So basically all the information on the house we have. So what are the, some of the things that you look at when you're looking at that MLS sheet? When we're looking at the sheet, we're looking at the age, yeah. right? So age can trigger a lot of different things. Uh, if it's really old, like, you know, early 1900s, is it on a continuous foundation? Uh, if the roof's old, you know, when was the last time the roof's been done? Um, it, any updates in the home, wiring, you know, is it 100 amp, 200 amp? Is is it still on knob and tube? Yeah. Who knows, right? So these are these are things that we're actually By looking the way, at. do you get spooked when you see the words fixer upper, as is, where is? You know what? Not really. Okay. I, I look at that as a little more of an interesting challenge. Yeah. Um, I always like, it, there's never a no in insurance. There's, there's ways around things. And usually when people are purchasing a fixer-upper, that's exactly what they're going to be doing. They're going to be purchasing that home and then they're going to go in and they're going to fix her up, right? Mm, So they're going to be looking at maybe upgrading the wiring and things like that. We're not heartless people. We're not a heartless insurance people out there. They're actually going to give you time once you move in to get those things upgraded. Ah. Right. Yeah. So they'll they'll put a stipulation either, and I've had you know ninety days or whatever, and as long as okay, you're trying. Okay. So, so so for our listeners, I, yeah. Here's a this is a great example. So if we see a case of a house that has a sub mm-hmm. substandard electrical, so for instance, mm-hmm. knob and tube wiring from the old days. That's right. Which is no longer insurable today. Yep. Right. Um, they can still buy the house, and the insurance company might say. So many days to get an electrician in there and get it get it changed over. Okay. Right? And it's for their own safety too, yeah, right? Got it. So yeah, as I said, insurance companies aren't heartless. Yeah. <laughs> they'll give you they'll give you the time to go get that fixed and and get it updated. So Great. but we just have to know about it. Great. So again, we're walking through the process of when one of our buyer clients mm-hmm. wants to purchase a property, one of the conditions is uh, insurance. We send you the information. You do yep. a review. You said you get in touch with the buyer as yep. well. And, and whichever way they want to be contacted. You know, sometimes people like it by phone. Sometimes people want to come into one of our, our branches mm-hmm. and sit down with the insurance advisor. And sometimes they just want to do everything by email. We can do that. We can We can scan all the information and... Might not ever see the person, but we can get it done. You know, and it's it's been a great service for our clients. I mean, yeah. we are well aware of the fact that clients typically have had insurance elsewhere with yep. with their properties. Um, for for us, it's great because you have facilitated being able to meet that condition in a sale to take it off. Yep. To take it off, and of course, the other thing is um, you you give them a quote, so they yep. may choose. They may choose to continue with their own insurance broker, yep. uh, or I know a lot of them have decided to go to go your route as well too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we've just, you know, as I said, we 
we spend a lot of time and we want to be the experts out there and, and advise our members and clients on the insurance policy that they're buying. Okay. There's no use to signing a document and not knowing what you're purchasing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So isn't is buying insurance kind of like... Um, do you get a lot of sticker shopping? Because, you know, we hear this all the time. Like Denise, our mortgage broker, mm-hmm. of course, you know, people are often like, well, I, I, I don't care who I use. I just want the best rate. And that's always that oh. sort of misnomer because it's not... You pay for what you get. I guess that's what it is, right? Right. And is that what... Do you find people do that in insurance? Oh, for sure. You'll find people that they, they keep moving around year after year, but really is that worth their while? Because the longer you're with... with us or another broker, the insurance companies give you more um, more benefits, right? You get better discounts. So moving and shopping every year isn't necessarily the best way to go. Yeah. And also, are, are you really getting the best coverage? You know, there's, there's some companies out there that in an earthquake situation, if you have stucco, they're not going to replace the stucco. That's one of the, okay. the exclusions. You know? And you brought up earthquake. Yeah. So uh, that's a big question people have because we know mm-hmm. that we're, we're in an area, a zone here that, that uh, has yeah. quakes. So what sort of coverage exists for earthquake? Well, a couple of years ago, some insurance companies literally pulled off the island and they weren't offering. It was too high of a risk for okay. them to be here. Right. So they pulled off and left some brokers out there scrambling to get insurance for, for their clients. Uh, we were lucky. Uh, Canadian Northern Shield held to it. And, you know, our rates, have rates increased? Absolutely, they've increased. Yeah. But, but they've okay. got to look at the risk. Yeah, so the properties have increased too. That's because right. I, I think I've said this to you before. Like, I yeah, remember... we've talked about it. Yeah, my... All right, my first house I bought in 1992 mm-hmm. for $200,000. And I think insurance at the time was something like five or six hundred bucks for the year. That's right. And of course now uh, properties are worth, I mean, I don't own that house anymore, but that house today is probably about a $700,000 house. Uh, And, you know, I know that insurance isn't still going to be. The same, the same premium anymore. Yeah. So, so prices, you know, things, the values of things have gone up. And insurance has gone up to reflect that. Yes. Yeah. Accordingly. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, talking again about uh, price shopping, you get what you pay for, like you said, uh, and it is just great having uh, yeah. an expert like you and yeah. your team to be able to cover things. Thank you. And at any time, if anybody ever wants, you know, to do a comparison, yeah. my staff are always willing to go the extra mile and, and do a review yeah. of the policies and, you know, they'll, they'll tell you exactly what you should be looking for. Well, actually, and on a little aside as well, too, even though this is the uh, the home show, the mm-hmm. real estate show, uh, I do want to give you a shout out as well because mm-hmm. uh, every year, we, like last uh, weekend, Easter Saturday, mm-hmm. we had our, uh, our Easter event, event, Easter event at the Oak Bay Municipal Hall. With the Easter Bunny? Of, with the Easter Bunny. And of course, one of the requirements for us, mm-hmm. we have like a thousand, we had over a thousand kids wow. last Saturday. Uh, and one of the requirements is to have yeah. event insurance. That's right. And we call you up. You guys get it done. Uh, so it's not just home insurance. No, 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 no. There's there's commercial insurance. There's life insurance. Car there's insurance. Car insurance. 
Oh my goodness, so many different things. RV insurance, ATV insurance. Yeah, and yeah. and I and I I gotta say I don't know if it's the VIP treatment thing or something, but uh, like you alluded yeah. to a moment ago, uh, you yourself and Denise, our, our mortgage yeah. uh, expert here on the show, uh, the three of us are involved in a weekly business group. We are a fantastic group. That's right. So we meet on Wednesdays, and one <laughs> one of the extra services I love is when I say I email Lori, my car insurance is up. I need a renewal, and now. <laughs> you show up on Wednesday with the insurance docs. I don't even all, need to go down and see you. All done. Yes. Yep. I love that. That's one of those yep. extra bonuses. Um, anything that we need, wrapping up here uh, mm-hmm. today, is there anything that we need to know about that's up and coming in the world of insurance? Insurance, it's just making sure that you are covered for the risk. Yeah. Times are changing. Uh Coverages are changing like fast and furious and make sure that you have a broker that is explaining everything that you need to know. Yeah. Is it, would it be something that somebody should schedule for themselves on a regular basis, like once a year, once every couple of years to have a review of, of uh, their insurance policy? Well, we basically every year when we're phoning for our renewals, like we phone our, our members for renewals. And we are actually at that time going over to see if there's any changes. So we're not just phoning and say, hey, you know, you owe money. We're actually phoning to see if they have any changes um, in their lifestyle, their home, um, their automobile. They might have changed it, anything. So we're totally going over review every single time. Yeah, to make sure you're amply covered. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the other thing too, I, I know because I've been with you when you have the yeah. phone. So the claims you, phone. The claims. Tell us about the claims Come, phone. Oh yeah, I've got it coming up for two months, uh, June and July. So the insurance managers at Island Savings all take turns with this claims phone. Yeah. So twenty four seven, we have that thing attached to us, and if there, if one of our members has a claim, we actually are ones picking it up two o'clock in the morning. So we're not talking in the like a, and we're not talking a hotline number nope. across the country or nope. something. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. You're actually getting an insurance manager picking up that phone and helping that member at that point. We'll put through the claim. We'll make sure that they're taken care of or put into a hotel. Um, we do our our hardest to take care and because it's a stressful time for people. Yeah. You know, and it's just that comfort. And I will put through the claim and I can have an adjuster out on site, you know, usually within a half an hour, an hour. And I always phone back to make sure that, you know, Everything's calm. The adjusters arrived, and it's just the security of well, knowing. That's personal. That's personal right? service. Yeah, that's you being there. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's that extra. It's that security blanket. Absolutely. Yeah, we love that about uh, Lori and uh, oh, thanks, Island Savings. Tony. So uh, people need to reach you. How can they do that? Very easy. You can phone any of our Island Savings branches in the Victoria area, and or you can give me a call at two five zero four one three. 2028 or email me at lzorn at islandsavings with an s on the end dot ca yeah and as i've mentioned uh, again to our listeners out there uh, if you didn't have a chance to write down Lori's contact information you can always visit the cfax website it's cfax1070.com you'll find our page the whole home show with tony joe and we have all of our past shows uh, Mm -hmm. uh, there that you can listen to uh, there's also a hotline phone number that you can call if you want to call in with any questions. The number there is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Uh, and again, if you're a podcast listener, 
Just look us up on iTunes or Google Play. It's The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. Thanks for joining us, Lori. Thanks, Tony. It's been great. Yes, and uh, we will be here for all of our listeners again mm-hmm. this time next week. The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. 